0: Hello, 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 and welcome back to... Cody told me to say it five times, I'm sorry. Hello, and welcome <laughs> back to Even More News, the first and only news podcast. My name is Katie
1: Stoll. Hi, Katie 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 Stoll. <laughs> I meant to do the whole intro five times, um, but that seems laborious, so... Yeah, it would Hi, have been I'm Cody.
0: too much. Hi, Cody. Thanks for having me. You are very welcome.
1: Mm. Just
0: this once...
1: Mm. to be here the other times i'm not welcome Mm
0: -mm, no Uh
1: i barge Uh into the to the zoom sorry
0: and joining us today we are thrilled to welcome author musician and host of the podcasts podcasts two of them live like the world is dying and cool people who did cool stuff that's right we have margaret killjoy hi margaret hello
2: okay but i have a question about this being the only news show because the name mm. itself implies that it, there has at some point been a different mm. news show, perhaps one that right. you supplanted.
0: Well, it's honestly, it's just even more of the news mm-hmm. in the world. But there uh, aren't other news podcasts, at least yeah. not that I'm aware of. We simply
1: named the renamed the show. So it was news. Originally, we were called news. And yeah. like, all right. And and, and and new age. So we're, then we're like, all right, more news. Oh, and then right. even more news. So it's it's always been the same show. Originally, it was called news. Okay, I see,
0: and it's it is perplexing. I, we had Josie Duffy Rice on last mm-hmm. week, and uh, she is a interim co host of What a Day, which is a daily podcast that I guess sometimes talks about news, but they're not huh. the same legal? thing. Events,
1: events. I would say they yeah. talk about events, things so. that have
0: happened, you okay. know. But it's different. Mm. It's different in many, many ways.
1: Mm. But we're we not going to get go into and, um, it. Yeah, know, we no, we time. don't.
0: No time for that. Because first, we have got to acknowledge that today, September 8th, is National School Picture Day.
1: <laughs> that's what this day will be remembered as. That's
0: that's what this day will be remembered as. <laughs> <That's... laughs> and World Ampersand that Day. That day. It will live
1: in infamy, National School Picture Day,
0: 2022. Yeah. Go out there and give them your Beth all teeth, no smile. You know yeah. what I'm talking about. Try it. When you just... It's like you're baring your teeth. That's how kids smile in all their school pictures. Yeah. And I'm very here for it. In fact, that's how we're going to smile for the promotion. Mm. The social yeah, it is, media we all promotion just did it, this but week.
1: This is an audio medium. So you yeah. can't actually. So
0: if you help. want a visual of what I am describing, please go look at the social medias. Mm. Give us a like. Give us a subscribe. I never Give us do a that. a subscribe and a
1: like. <laughs> Up top too. Not even at the end of the show.
0: Nope. Not even. September 9th. Friday, the day that this is released,
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's National Teddy Bear Day. And Aww. Bernie Sanders' birthday, so not a coincidence.
3: Mm. Yeah, it's the oh, same thing. You not know, that teddy same bear thing. Bernie Sanders. <laughs> exactly. Today is Bernie Sanders' birthday. Oh. Not tomorrow. yesterday. Not the ninth. When you're listening to this, it will have been yesterday.
1: Today's the eighth. We're recording. To- tomorrow is today for you, the ninth. And if you're today for you, yesterday was... The birthday.
3: Spoiler alert for you tomorrow, (laughs) today. Yesterday was Bernie Sanders' birthday.
1: I can't even keep
2: time zones straight. No need. Absolutely. Time is an illusion. So
3: you don't
1: need to. Yeah.
0: Margaret, we're so happy to have you here. I've been really looking forward to this. I had the honor of being on one of your shows, Cool People Who Did Cool Stuff. Uh, and we talked about birth control pioneers yeah, and yeah, yeah. it was wonderful. I highly recommend everybody go check out your, your show. Tell them, tell, tell the people a little bit about it.
2: Uh, cool people did cool stuff. It does what it says on the tin. It's yeah, basically, it's pretty- a, yeah, <laughs> it's a history podcast, but instead of focusing on bad people, it focuses on the people who fought against the bad people or people who I think are cool. And since I have a very, An attitude that is a bit aggressive towards the current world order. (laughs) I tend to think people who are cool are the people who um, are various rebels and stuff throughout history. So, yeah, Katie came on and we talked about all of the people who fought for birth control when that was crazy illegal and like went to jail for telling people how to not get pregnant.
0: Yeah. It was fascinating, actually. And all of these brave people who are ahead of their times and the people that suck, but (laughs) you know, like they go hand in hand. So you you get a little bit of both. So you did an interview recently with Sci Fi Pulse, and uh, they asked you a question Can you tell us your works message in 25 words or less? And your response was, we all, all of us need to explore our own agency as individuals and community communities in order to fix this dying planet. Um, and we, would you like uh, a chance to elaborate in more than 25 words? Because I think that you really did a great job condensing it, uh-huh. but there's obviously more to be said.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, as much I like creative expression, creative expression rules, but I think that it is most interesting and useful to me, uh, even as a creator, for, even for selfish reasons. If it's building towards a project, right? If it mm-hmm. is engaging in the world rather than just something I'm doing on my own, which is fun. I like doing things on my own. I make little wood carving things that, but in terms of like my work, especially as a science fiction author, I am interested in exploring alternatives. That's something that like, cause it, we hit this weird period when I grew up in like the eighties and nineties where everyone was talking about like art as if it was all apolitical. And they're like, oh, all those old science fiction classics that are totally apolitical. And I'm like, God, wait, but have you read the books? I'm curious because I, <laughs> I grew up reading them and they're all literally exploring different political systems. That's their basic concept. And so I, I do that too, right? Um, my work, I I tend to try and focus when I can on the sort of more positive aspects, like things we can do to fight against bad things or things that we could do if there were no bad things to fight against, Right. Or if the bad things we had to fight against was like, I don't know, I'm poly and it's complicated or something. <laughs> so, so yeah, that's what I, I try and do with my writing. And what I kind of think is, is uh, worth doing for, for people, if you're trying to figure out like, I don't know. Okay. So like, as a tangent, it's like, when I first started studying art, right, I had like nothing to say because I was just like learning art for art's sake. And I wasn't very interested in it. I was bored by my own art, even as I got technically better at it. Um, and it wasn't until I like went out and started engaging in the world. And for me, that was um, through like joining a lot of like direct action protest movements, trying to bring uh, economic justice to the global South. You know, then I finally felt like I had something to say. And I, I think my work got better as a result.
0: I'm sure. I mean, that feels, ju- yeah, universally true that when you go out and you have life experiences or your work, you put meeting you you learn something about yourself through experience about mm-hmm. humanity and then you use that your your art is the vehicle yeah, for the from message experience to expression. that's what art is yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> well and there's so many ways to do it like y'all do it you know i mean there's yeah right like this isn't like high art podcasting doesn't get a capital e and isn't in the museums <laughs> no, yet no no, no. But- not yet but someday, my sucks. God willing, never. Yeah, God
0: willing, never.
2: <laughs> Art's better in the gutter,
0: anyways. There's gonna be really a podcast <laughs> museum for sure someday. There absolutely is. And it's we be all a grit, know it, just like the rest of podcasts. It's gonna be exactly. a drift. There's gonna be a bunch of headphones. I guess you walk yeah. in like some, you know interactive exhibit i'm not here for that kind of art
3: <laughs> every thursday i wake up and i go i'm going into the studio today nobody bother me <laughs> <laughs> i need to like get into you need to center it. yourself exactly
0: i do Prepare. i do consider myself a creative still but i i'm not, i was thinking about this the other day as is it am i an artist anymore <laughs> i don't know <laughs> or does that shift but i think that your art is also the way you th- move through the world how you show up how it can be anything it can be the love and attention that you give to your home it can be a garden you know it can be how you love people yeah that's what i'm telling myself anyway
1: yeah Yeah. it's again as i'm running a business
0: and not painting
1: it's me Dr. Cody with a PhD in comfortology and a minor in multimedia journalism. So it turns out there's not many good jobs in either of my fields. I'm actually really struggling with that. But what I can tell you about is Bolin Branch, a company that makes comfy bedsheets. You know, my patients, you can gab all day about thread count, but that ain't worth diddly squat if you don't have a good thread quality. Bolin Branch focuses on just that, delivering the most buttery, butter-like, butter-esque threads that are also breathable and buttery. And the best part is that they get softer with every wash. These are sheets so luxurious that they're beloved by three US presidents. You know how much we love presidents on this show, so we support those three and their sheets. Listen, I'm a doctor of comfortology, so I'm not sure why you would doubt me on this, but Bull & Branch will actually give you a 30-night risk-free trial with free shipping and returns on all orders. That's how sure they are of their superior butteriness. You'll immediately feel the difference with their signature sheets that come in all kinds of sizes and colors. What are you waiting for? The journalism industry to repair itself? <laughs> Not likely So get 15% off your first set of sheets When you use promo code MORENEWS At bowlandbranch.com That's bowlandbranch B-O-L-L-A-N-D Branch.com Promo code MORENEWS Open your mouth and say Bed sheets.
0: Oh boy, we had some news break Right before we started recording
1: Donald Trump has died of COVID Close Check the news it's true.
3: <laughs> I'm going to apologize
1: was... for everything right before he went. He's like, what? "Sorry I I regret is... it all. I was mean and weird and uh I said I'm sorry for Did changing the say way I he was mean talk. and weird? He said i was mean and weird. I'm sorry. Huh. He said yeah. you were mean and weird actually, Katie. Oh,
0: <gasps> fuck. Ah, See now that makes more sense. still
1: himself to the very end. Yeah. Excellent. All right.
0: <laughs> no, the news that broke is that the Queen of England of England has died,
1: mm. and we're all, really we're, okay. <laughs> we're
0: all really broken up about it. Elizabeth, uh,
1: too. We're what? Okay, we're all
3: really broken up about it. Yeah,
0: we're all really broken up about it over
3: here. You know, we're all really broken up by Jonathan. It.
0: Do you have anything to say? <laughs> like,
3: you please. say you're not an artist. Look at that
0: performance. <laughs> <laughs> That's true.
3: <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, she died. Yeah, the queen's dead, bro. She did this morning or this afternoon in England. God did
0: not save the queen.
3: Mm. <laughs> she was 96 <laughs> mm-hmm. you know
1: i mean we've been like it's been like you know every other day it's like is the queen dead yet is it like is she for years she seen, is she's she, <laughs> are they are they hiding the fact that she's dead
0: have they thought you know. that i have not been paying no. attention to queen twitter and the, the ins and outs of her health it's but fine she it's is very stuffy old woman it's sad to see that she died from getting the vaccine is, is that's that's the narrative
3: <laughs> <laughs> i mean in fairness i saw like two random people like, the is like yeah
1: saying is like, uh, like one freak said it right
3: yeah one guy was like she wasn't the same ever since she got the jab yeah,
0: you know? yeah. <laughs> what's wrong with the, it's like well prove Prove am wrong <laughs> the old Can't. woman the very very old woman <laughs> has been on the downward trend for the last mm. couple of years, get, as old people do.
1: As they tend to do. Oh, I was going to say, uh, Margaret, so I assume you have an episode uh, of about the Queen uh, in the works, right? For cool people? Yeah. For cool people who yeah. right? right. cool, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Is that, Definitely yeah. not a reverse episode. Definitely do. <laughs> Just do an
2: episode about Roger Casement, the gay Irish rebel who stopped King Leopold and then uh, smuggled guns into uh tried to smuggle guns well he once succeeded and the second time he failed smuggled guns into ireland for the easter rising and was put on trial and on trial they like found his gay diaries and were like ah but you want to like this guy but he's gay and that was like the crown's whole argument against him was that he had sex with people who were also men and then right this is going to come around to the queen and what i think should happen when he was killed he was like hey, my dying wish is to be buried in the church cemetery where I grew up in what's now Northern Ireland. He was like, I just want to be buried there with a actual religious ceremony because I am a religious person. And instead they like threw his body in a pit and covered it in quicklime so it would rot faster. And it took like 20, no, sorry, uh, 40 years before they repatriated his body. Except when they repatriated his body to Ireland they refused to they were like we'll give it back to you on one condition it's not allowed to go to northern ireland because we still own other northern ireland you fucks we fucking rule you so oh <laughs> he's buried in ireland but he's not buried in the part of ireland he's like from and wants to be buried in so he can't be repatriated until um northern ireland is no longer part of the uk so this is my theory about what should happen to the
1: queen
2: (laughs) (laughs) when the british museum is emptied uh and then she can be buried in england i don't really know what the official Uh, line we're trying to take here on this show is but i'm not a fan
1: whatever hey you know differing opinions you know we're huge we're huge queen heads over here (laughs) so
0: queen Uh, it's funny
1: i like i've seen a lot like so many tweets uh, from people like in ireland like like, there's, like, setting off fireworks yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> very, it's very funny.
0: Um, there's a new king in town.
1: Mm. Oh, wait, wait. I mean, they're,
0: a king. I thought they there's got rid a king.
1: of it. They,
2: they
0: have, like, a replacement mm. strategy? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's a whole thing. Have you ever seen Game of Thrones? Yeah, it's similar. Like, it's,
1: like a, it's like a hydra. Okay. You're like, the queen, it's now, like now you got a, two kings. It's a
0: whole thing. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm. now Charles is king. He's stepping in as a spry young man of 73 mm-hmm. 2 I don't care
1: yeah. uh, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> the boy king Charles
0: <laughs> the boy king ascends the throne he needs a region oh god what a big <laughs> weird day for him yeah he does need a region am just fast I don't, I'm not fascinated but every so often you see him and i don't need to make fun of the way somebody looks but i i don't and i won't that's, as much as, I'm gonna, <laughs> that's okay. as much okay. as i'm gonna say but he's always a bit of a sad puppy looking waiting for his turn to be king and now his mom died and he's you know and he's king it's like mm. the best day of his life
3: a sad boy king yeah Sad i was boy, fascinated king. that he is going to be king charles the third but he could have chosen any name he wanted
0: <laughs> so weird he
3: could have been king george the seventh if he wanted oh he should he should have yeah, just he chosen henry
0: the some... eighth and sung that song a lot or king elizabeth well,
3: to III. the next yeah. in the line i think king elizabeth
2: the third would have been the Elizabeth the third. Yeah. or like
1: <laughs> out of respect
2: right or like targaryen first
3: of his name <laughs> or something <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Charles is like, I've really been into House of the Dragon lately. Yeah. Or he could have so, done it King Charlie uh, first
0: of his name. Mm. Changed it up so that he's not Charles. Yeah,
3: King Chuck. Or like um, yeah. Charlie. Chaz.
1: Like yeah. gone king for like Chaz. a non- Like Thistle, you know, or like- uh, <laughs> A lot of options other than Charles, to yeah. the point. And That's the point, but he didn't. Because not a very he's... good king, apparently, because well, he's not, he's not having ar- fun with it.
0: He's not an artist. He's not a creative.
1: Mm. <laughs> his life is Look, art.
0: We joked about how young he is compared to his dead mom yeah. but he's not he's not young i don't think no. he has it in him to change his his whole vibe at this stage we'll
1: see apologies if you're big queen heads listening
0: yeah we don't mean to offend you
1: it's just like i don't know the royal family's not reading our our tweets it's fine
0: yeah i don't really feel so normally there's always a. I mean we're avoiding the bigger conversation about what the monarchy represents <laughs> and oh, who Oh sure she no was. there's no there's no so there's here so there's that <laughs> um I, I feel like that's a, a a given here in our listenership. I know that some of you are across the pond and this more directly affects you and I can't begin to know what you're going through. I'm sorry. just I have to stop laughing. A lot of people love the monarchy. A lot of people hate it over there. It doesn't really matter what I think of it. But I don't feel any reason to hold back from jokes it's not like this is a tragedy this is an old woman died an old woman died and she's wasn't a particularly good old woman you know
2: and also like when you make yourself a symbol which yeah. she did she like by becoming a monarch you are making yourself a symbol rather than a person and if you if you want to hold on to the person being a person then you don't get to be the monarch i don't know mm-hmm. and
0: well, she I've watched the crown and she had to work hard to divorce herself from the, no, I'm trying to be funny, but like, yeah, no, but being a monarch, the, at least the way that they paint it, you know, you like, yeah, yeah it's a decision to almost separate your humanity yeah. from, from yourself. You no longer view yourself as a person yeah, at, who has opinions or empathy really, because you have to just do this ceremonial role and your personal perspectives don't mean anything. Again, that's from The Crown. Claire Foy is <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> She's probably, I was, in, I was in Ireland a few while back and The Crown was the first season it just aired and I was at this house party with all these really cool got kids, not kids, adults, young adults. Mm-hmm. And they were like, I'm not going to try to do an Irish accent because I would murder it and it would be embarrassing for everyone. But (laughs) they're basically saying like, God damn, I kind of like her now after watching Claire Foy. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't mean it. But, you know, that show humanizes Mm -hmm. the monarchy and the queen in such a way so that you, you know.
1: Yeah. Monarchaganda.
0: You sit here on your podcast and say what I just (laughs) said. Well, whenever I
2: feel like Americans talk about England, there's this like. I, I interviewed Alan Moore once, I don't even remember what I was interviewing him about this time, oh, cool. and he was like, it's weird when Americans set films in England, because to them it's a fantasy land, you all think mm. we still have giants. <laughs> and I'm like...
1: "Yes, yeah, the land of dragons,
2: right? Yeah, yeah exactly, <laughs> yeah. that's
1: true. All of your names sound
2: like, all the place names sound like they come from Tolkien, which is reverse
1: of how things work. Yeah. Right, right, um, right. yeah. Like, yeah, there's like, yeah castles and stuff everywhere these like everything's made of stone like it's it's the it is a fantasy world i mean i maintain that it is and also it's this thing where like and i'm very guilty of this where like white americans can
2: kind of be like yeah well we may be colonizers but they're colonizers <laughs> right, right you know yeah. and it's like it's kind of a like punching down the only way we or like punch what we consider punching up is like the only mm-hmm. people we can punch up to and it's kind of yeah. cheating right that we do this as so much but i'm like whatever my Family was yeah, Irish, it's easy, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> I do think there's this aspect of like America does so much silly bad stuff, but like if we look to to the UK, they do this very specific dumb bad thing that we don't, <laughs>
2: yeah, or at totally. least
3: not yet, <laughs> right? <laughs> but like, right. so it, I think that's what makes this day what it is for us, because it's like, what what is this silly? Yeah, your you silly shit. Doing? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like Piers Morgan's gonna be crying on TV. Like there's gonna be like <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's there's gonna be oh weird that's something
0: to look forward to
3: stuff mm. happening that we just don't get and I think that's why we can look over and be yeah. like Whoa, what are you doing
0: well and you know America I mean obviously we came from I mean people came from everywhere to come to America but America as it is you know we came over we have fought for our independence. There' always been like the 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 parent that we got ourselves emancipated from and <laughs> in some way, and we're not yeah. you know and, and there is what all that we like to say like well at least we're not them, but we are yeah totally that's the root of everything that we have came from that we don't have a a king but we have one president you know Mm. like and and our ideas of wealth and and class and all of it all of those structures came with us so we're not very different but we are fascinated and instead of having royalty we have our celebrities i mean every place does but we're fascinated by it in some weird way i grew up fascinated by it it took me learning what it actually meant you know
1: Yeah. Yeah, we have royalty. We just renamed it. Uh, Piers has uh, already uh, reported the news. He said he shed a tear. Just one? Yeah. He's, uh, he's, he's a man. One. That's a lot. His apparently, he's a his man. Son. Apparently. Here's a tweet from his son. God, what fucking... This... Excellent. This fucking country. Uh, Sad thing is there will be people in this country celebrating this. They're the ones we need to focus on deporting. <laughs>
3: An incredible mind. Uh, Just what a love it. What a good world. Right, right Mm. to fascism. Mm.
0: Okay, that's been fun, but we're done with it. We have other things to talk about. Boy, do we. But first, how about this? An advertisement. I said it like they say it aluminium. Zed. Trolley. Zed.
2: Brof. Ground floor. The loo.
0: Hey, sup y'all. It's cool, Katie. That's cool with a K. Wink. As someone who spends a lot of time on the World Wide Web, I know it is important to have good sneakers. It's hard enough that you have to strap on your virtual goggles, dual-wheeled power gloves, and run in place on an omnidirectional treadmill. You shouldn't have to worry about foot discomfort on all of that. That is why I recommend tree runners by all birds. They're made from eucalyptus fiber, making them lightweight, breathable, and silky soft so you can wear them no matter how long you spend on the information highway. Why I could zip through cyberspace for hours and these these things. It should probably be noted that you can use tree runners for other activities as well, such as exercise, or just lounging at the beach, or going out to hacker bars to purchase sick computer worms on floppy, not only are they light and airy and come in cute colors, but they have no logos or frills, so they go with any outfit or VR tech suit. They're wonderful if you're traveling either IRL or on the net or going out to freak some payphones. So check them out. Find your new favorite shoes for sunny days and upcoming travel at allbirds.com. That's A-L-L-B-I-R-D-S.com. Get there today. Get some, some shoes. And we are back as promised for even more news. was Yeah. It was fine. Good. It wasn't an accent.
1: I No, it wasn't. I was
0: trying. I was trying to not trying to do, do an accent. No, no, no guys, it was not good. If I tried to do an accent, you would have, it still would have been bad. You no, can tell you because de- you would Hermione ho- in that, I know, that one go thing. Go watch it. You'll see how bad my <laughs> accent is. I tried so hard. That's mm. the problem. You, he's re- referencing when we did our strange, strange, not Harry Potter but Harry Potter show at Cracked. and we had a lot of fun. And I played Hermione, and I tried so. But for some reason, Michael Swain wrote it so that him and Dan O'Brien were bizarro versions of Harry and Ron, so they had American accents, but I, he, they didn't have to do it, but I had to try mm. to find, a, a, oh, oh yeah, no, Daniel and had I to didn't do like a Jersey accent, helping and me. like,
1: uh, Swain got to do a Hunter S. Thompson impression. Yeah,
0: but I had to try to mimic a, a Hermione. Mm. <laughs> anyway, it was bad. Don't watch it. Go watch it, but understand I know my accents all over the place. Mm. Speaking of all over the place. The British Empire. Yay.
3: Hey! There we go. And the end of
0: the world.
3: (laughs) There we go. The
0: weather, Jonathan. Why don't you walk us through some of this uplifting climate change news?
3: Is weather good? It has been a rough few weeks in terms of the old climate change uh, happening everywhere, and things are really escalating. Mm, Prove Um, it. Prove that it's happening. We have been dealing in California with a really intense kind of historic heat wave. We can talk more about that. There are wildfires. It's so fucking hot. Um, It's incredibly hot.
0: I know everyone's tired of watching California talk about this, but sorry, it's coming for you too. mm, mm. Just maybe in a different way.
3: Yeah. I mean, just we can talk about any individual one of these things, but just over the last month, 50 million people were displaced in Pakistan because of what's called a monsoon on steroids that has submerged a third of the country. Is that the official term? At least, no, it's a a scientist said that. Yeah. At least 1,300 people have died there. Uh, Jackson, Mississippi didn't have running water for a while after torrential rain flooded the Pearl River. Europe is facing its worst drought in 500 years. Uh, China had an unprecedented heat wave recently. Uh, There was an article that zombie ice from Greenland is going to raise global sea levels 10 inches no matter what we do now. Rainwater is undrinkable just going to toss that off there. Rainwater is undrinkable now. The East Mediterranean and the the Middle East could be devastated by climate change, according to a new study. It's a lot. That is a lot. So real quick, just the
1: rainwater is undrinkable now. Do plants and animals drink rainwater? And do we eat those plants and animals? Yeah. And is that is there a is a relationship between like us and and that? are we are we still i don't know that we're acknowledging that but mm.
0: you know i i i also can't speak to the data but i because i'm not any type of um scientist but mm. but yeah of course those that those raindrops collect and just water seems plants, just seems like bad
1: all around that like affects. i don't is know
0: how that affects humans once it gets to us but you can assume that it, it i mean all the stories about the stuff we find in wastewater go someplace.
1: Yeah. It's just like plants and animals can't read the news and find out that the rainwater is not drinkable. Well,
0: that's the rain we need,
1: you know? Well, but we also need the, it to feed the microplastics in our blood. Mm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We actually need to consume the, um, It's poison. a symbiotic relationship. Oh, so we yeah. need the, the chemicals in the rainwater feed the microplastics in our food right and thus this the cycle right. can continue right because otherwise our blood would grow angry and
2: um, mm-hmm. turn us into I'm so
0: plastic. glad you were here. I didn't mm-hmm. today yeah, I, sure. I to discuss this. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah,
2: no. I'm am I'm, I am a scientist. Mm-hmm.
0: A, science. That's
1: what, that's a scientist. That's what that's how scientists fiction writer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Say. Yeah.
0: I we're we're laughing here. This is this is horrifying. We wanted to cover some of this last week, but there was a lot to get through last week as well. Pakistan. I, I don't even want to just gloss over that. Or any of these, I want all of these to have all the attention they deserve. It's hard because there's so much going on. But what's happening in Pakistan and 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 just uh, oh god around the world and and how this affects you know crops and we also have a famine approaching in South Africa at, or here, you know. I, that's not directly climate change, but also, yeah, it is because climate change is affecting crops around the world. You know, there's just well, so much information and data.
2: One of the things that I was reading about um, for climate change, because I pay, pay too much attention to the end of the world, the, the heat wave in China is maybe the worst heat wave in recorded history in the world. Mm-hmm. And it... Uh, one of the effects of it, besides, of course, it's shutting down all of these factories because there's no electricity, because they all run, on, not all, but huge areas rely on hydroelectric and the water is lower than it's ever been because of drought. And some of those factories are the factories that create the solar panels and lithium batteries mm-hmm. that we use to try and like make a green society and move away from mm-hmm. industrialization. And then also uh, one of the things that's being affected is their fertilizer production, yes. which is fertilizer that's used all over the world. Um, And then another uh, thing about things like what happened in Pakistan is that Pakistan had to take a a $1.1 billion loan from the International Monetary Fund in order to try and deal with all these things. But the International Monetary Fund is this incredibly predatory lending organization uh, where Mm -hmm. basically people, countries will spend their entire rest of their country's existence until they overthrow the global world order of the United States, et cetera. I'm not trying to make a weird statement when I say global. Anyway. um, And so- (laughs) But one of the things that how that exasperates climate change is that a lot of these developing nations that take uh, loans from the IMF, the way that they have to repay that is they have to dig up the fossil fuels that are under their um, soil to sell them to the first world. Uh, So Mm. this this cycles badly. Continues. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I I didn't know that. That's horrifying. Um,
3: (laughs) It's horrifying.
0: (laughs) There it is Mm. right there in the name. I mean, you've touched on, you know, the fertilizer, all these things. Mm -hmm. They're they're, like this. These these catastrophes happen and there is the immediate fallout. Over thirteen hundred people are dead from the flooding. But, you know, and and soil, all this stuff. But like that ruins crops that exacerbates other food insecurity around the world. That is long lasting damage that they can't recover from economically or otherwise. It's okay. No, I don't it's not okay (laughs) (laughs) that was two different thoughts in one i want to read this this is yahoo news i don't know but this little little tidbit about the europe's drought the worst drought in 500 years that one receding water levels have uncovered artifacts from below the depths including shipwrecks world world war relics and hunger stones rocks placed throughout the centuries to mark water levels throughout historic droughts, inscribed with warnings to future generations. One of the oldest, unearthed in the Czech Republic, is believed to be from the 15th century. The inscription on the stone reads, If you see me, then weep.
2: Because the queen is going to die.
0: Because Mm -hmm. the queen is going to die, and look what happened! going to die on Bernie
1: Sanders' birthday. Yeah.
0: And... I mean, speaking of your <laughs> the rainwater and drinkable and climate change and all this, we're sitting here in this 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 California heat wave, which is bad. But yes, we are. China just had the uh, there's heat waves everywhere, and we're California is talking very loudly about it. But it's not just us. And uh, but I, the hottest day here, and I now live in the mountains at an elevation where it shouldn't be hundred and five fucking degrees. I, I, every morning I wake up and there's wildfire smoke from somewhere. And I'm adjusting to that reality and to the acceptance of the fact that this place is beautiful and it might dramatically change tomorrow. It could appreciate it while I have it and while I'm here. Yeah. But on this hottest day, and I think that that's, generally speaking, a privileged thing, because I'm I'm up here in this mountains and these beautiful places to see it, but in general, something that I've been telling myself for a long time is use use my body go out and see things and experience Mm -hmm. what we have while we have it because I don't I don't know what other answer (laughs) you know but on this hottest day 105 degrees where it shouldn't I drive up the mountain to the lake a couple thousand more not too far and it is 90 degrees up there which it shouldn't be and as I'm driving in this Fast-moving storm just blows in in record. I've never seen anything like it. And the trees were whooshing. I thought trees could fall over. I get out of the car, just like what is happening? And everybody's like battling their umbrellas, running to the the uh, their cars. And I run the opposite direction, straight out into it because (laughs) it's like so hot, and it's still like eighty-five degrees. And this rain and wind is whipping around, and I felt. Hmm, uh, I mean, well, the first thing I thought was don't open my mouth and drink the dra- r- rainwater. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, and I was really grateful for the relief, but also incredibly saddened because that is not normal. This intense pressure system came through because of the intense heat causing, you know, it's all connected and it's not supposed to be happening. Yeah. Also, that's incredibly dangerous weather for a fire. If, if lightning struck something and that wind was whipping around. Anyway, that's my anecdote from this week. We did not break the grid, though.
2: Yeah, I was wondering whether that was going to happen.
1: Yeah, I mean, we all... Uh, I don't know if you did, Katie, where you are. We all got texts.
0: I didn't get one.
1: Somebody pointed out... They sent a text, like, in, it was in, like, the afternoon. Like, just turn off stuff if you can. And people did that's cool there's uh like a chart It's like yeah the text went out at like this time like 558 or 450 or something like that and then like the line just goes down consumption immediately drops um which i think is at least kind of neat yeah. like people are it's like pretty oh pretty cool turn the stuff off yeah absolutely so and
0: i just want to address i i tweeted because i woke up the next day and everyone was like fuck gavin newsom taking mm-hmm. away our power I'm like, yeah, fuck Gavin Newsom, (laughs) fuck him. But, and also, Gavin Newsom making this tweeting about it doesn't mean that Gavin Newsom exclusively made a decision about rolling blackouts or encouraging people to to conserve energy. But
1: it's like everyone's
0: so pissed, you know, when we avoided a situation like what happened in Texas. And also that wasn't Gavin Newsom, that was everybody pitching in together, but it was like, what are you talking about? We avoided a situation where that could have been cast- catastrophic if there was a real, if we blew up the grid and some really, really did it and people were without power for who knows how long. That's a situation you want to avoid. But yeah, let's talk about the fact that we're in this situation. Let's talk about what we need to do to Shore things up to protect ourselves, you know?
3: It's, I think, a good sign that before a thing gets politicized so much so that one side has to do the opposite thing, you can ask people to do the right thing and they will. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Until it's culture war.
3: Right. And so, until like soon, keeping on your air conditioner will be culture war. You have to keep it on to own the libs. Until that Mm -hmm. happens, people will do the right thing (laughs) if they can.
2: Yeah. I learned something about the why drought and flood are so related. Mm-hmm. Every degree Celsius that our temperature goes up, the air is capable of holding like 7% more water moisture, water moisture, whatever. And oh. so, because I yeah, I was trying to figure out, because it's like, it seems like, you know, like Dallas was having incredible um, drought, and then it had incredibly bad floods. Mm-hmm. And there's like, and they're related in a bunch of ways. And one is that dry soil is worse at absorbing water. Yes. So when the rain comes in, of course, it it washes away worse. And you know, less of it is recovered and going into the water table. And also um, just literally the air is busy holding more water. And so that's why we have these like worse storms and everything. Yeah. So
0: I mean, and I think that, yeah, that's really important (laughs) because we're seeing that happen. Like, you know, in China, this, this heat wave, well, when the, the rains start to come, Mm -hmm. what's next? I mean, same for us a few weeks ago. I don't know. Was it a few weeks? It was only a few weeks. There was that story about California is do for a super flood and what that would look like and what it looked like last time or what it could look like. And you see what's happening in Pakistan. And we have got to accept and prepare for this. And I don't I don't know how we're gonna do it.
2: I, I know some except like except that we're gonna have ways. all
0: electrical cars by twenty thirty five. What's there some small scale ways. ways.
2: Rainwater catchment is uh yeah is required and increasingly required in Arizona and then there's entire like island countries that it's required that all new buildings and all of them get are getting mm-hmm. retrofitted to use rainwater, even as it becomes undrinkable. Right? You, can, you can filter rainwater. You and, can filter it. And also like the people I know put it on their crops anyway and then uh, don't do what Margaret does. But I also showered in rainwater for three years until about a year ago. Um, you know, I built a, uh, when I lived off grid, I built a rainwater yeah. catchment and had a nice outdoor shower and showered in rainwater and whatever I didn't. I, a young, healthy whatever a middle-aged healthy person didn't get sick (laughs) kind of my language is changing this year Um, i know
0: we have to we're evolving yeah
2: (laughs) but yeah and and rainwater catchment is uh legal in almost every state colorado is like weird about it i always thought it was because rainwater catchment was like affecting the the ecosystem but it was Mm -hmm. actually it's actually it's capitalism it's like it has to do with water (laughs) rights and like who's bought water rights to different areas and it i'm sure it will have some kind of impact if you collect the rainwater or whatever but but that is a thing that people can start doing. Like individual resiliency can have impacts in times like, in the same way that like individuals turning off all of their power, you know, when the text goes out, actually impacts mm-hmm, things. Mm-hmm. I'm a big prepper person. I literally run a prepper podcast. So this is why I'm like having some backup batteries, having some access to solar, if if it works in the kind of place you live, um, having some access to rainwater catchment, et cetera, is just like a it's not a bad idea. It doesn't fix everything on a global level. It doesn't stop global warming, you know?
0: No, but it can help you individually. And within what communities, can, yeah. And within community. right. I might want to talk to you about more of this at some other time. Yeah, hit me up anytime. I'm fascinated by it. And I am thinking about solar, cool. what to do. I have to get a generator. Yeah. Um, I'm waiting for the power to go out for me, mm, yeah. which is a, a very regular thing up here. And that's yeah. fine. But- um, I live on a mountain too. That's why I got to do that yeah. shit. Yeah. But there's nobody that I, I have not talked to anybody who has solar panels up here mm. and I don't see any reason why not.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> in fact, it would help me. So in rainwater capture, I don't know much about, but I will look into it. One thing that I saw that I haven't looked very much into, but seemed interesting. I'm not sure if you guys have seen this is a new, the first of its kind in California. Um, I think in Modesto or Merced area where they are doing the solar panels on top of water irrigation it's like a water canals tribute canals you know to both generate energy but also prevent the evaporation yeah
2: it's so cool and it's kind
0: of like testing out and i was like yes yes so they're starting that now and i'm thrilled thrilled to see stuff like that
2: yeah i get excited about stuff like that although it's like there is this like awful you know i am i'm a proponent of uh solar and battery storage and stuff right but um Copper mining and lithium mining are incredibly destructive, right. well, and like yeah. so, it's like there's no free lunch here, you know. But it's like yeah. we need to reduce overall, but it's still exciting when we figure out hacks like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, I I know it's hard. It's so hard. You switch to electric vehicles, well, yeah, okay. Where are we getting the electricity? <laughs> and yeah, and um, so it, it's it's all a puzzle that we keep.
2: Yeah, totally. I'm selfishly interested in the solar. Peak electric vehicles because i have solar on my house so i'm like free power yeah. it's not even well, about the environment for me it's like
0: well also yeah that's a big deal the other part of it is like how do i save my money to prepare for what's coming yeah totally. you know like i, totally. I like i don't want to be paying into these energy evil 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 yeah. corporations that we rely on yeah to live
2: I have so much to say on this one particular topic, but I'll be quiet so we can move on. No,
0: say it. You can talk (laughs) about it. We can talk about this the whole episode (laughs) if we want.
2: Well, now um, now I feel bad because I didn't have a specific thing I was about to say. No, Um, but yeah. On the spot. (laughs) Oh, no. But yeah, like, but I I do think that um, building towards, you know, I think we have this problem where we view preparedness, uh, especially like the old sort of libertarian right-wing conception of prepping where you get a bunker and you fill it with cans of food and you fill it with ammunition mm-hmm. and then like i don't know what you're quite you know and then then what i don't know but one, right? <laughs> um you know what do you do in your spleen bursts and you forget that we require a society in order to actually have the specialization that's <laughs> necessary to keep us alive and healthy um and that freedom is actually a thing that we give to each other rather than a static thing that we have as individuals alone in the woods i would not be very free alone in the woods because all i would be doing is trying not to die um, right but I, I think that individual preparedness and, and resiliency and community resiliency is a part of this like larger picture of um, you know, whenever possible, if you are capable of gardening, right? Um, gardening, small-scale gardening does not meet the caloric needs of our society, right? At the moment, the caloric needs of our society are met through um both animal agriculture and uh, and large scale grain, right? Corn and, and wheat and all that stuff. And and that's hard to replicate on an indiv- individual level. But you know what if you are still able to get like some of your meat production if you do that whole thing or some of your vegetables and some of whatever locally whether it's as you as an individual or like a community-wide thing that helps reduce the pressure on the equivalent of the electrical grid only but for Mm -hmm. food right and because we're having this thing where um uh two different states i can't remember it's like oklahoma and somewhere else Are having thirty percent and fifty percent failure of the wheat harvest um, this year, right? And so, even though wheat product, wheat prices are through the roof because of the Ukraine war with Russia or the Russian war against Ukraine, the farmers are still losing money uh, because they don't, even though the the little they have, they can sell more. You know, it doesn't matter if they only. But it it doesn't offset. Yeah, yeah. And of course, most of that doesn't go towards the bread that you and I eat. Most of that goes towards the um, the cattle and mm-hmm. things yeah, like exactly. that, that that people eat. And so um, I, I'm vegan, but I'm not trying to push for a vegan world. Um, but I do think it's a, there's all of these ways that we can like, reduce our resiliency. And I, I hate, I used to hate this kind of answer, because I hate the idea that it's the individual's responsibility to fix a systemic problem. Um, but I think that this can coordinate with systemic things. I think that we can mm-hmm. move away from what you're what you're just talking about, Katie, about like, our reliance on these systems that we despise. So that's what I get excited about.
0: Like, I, and I agree. I, I get very frustrated when the conversation is like, what can I do when it's like, obviously. Yeah. The, the problem is so much bigger than the individual. Totally. And yet, like we saw in terms of everybody deciding to turn, limit their power usage, that you can individually have some sort of an effect. Sure. Maybe in certain maybe not in, in all the other ways, but I can, I can, um, reduce my dependence. I can make my life better. I can do my little part for myself and save some money while I'm doing that and not participate. And I know that that's a lot of people say, well, I don't want to have to sacrifice if it doesn't mean anything. And if it's in, and I think that maybe the reframing is, Not seeing that as a sacrifice, just seeing it as an adjustment of the way you live your life, that the benefits include more than just maybe, quote, maybe doing your part. The benefits are better for you individually.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It has meaning for you.
0: Yeah. I guess we can talk about something else
1: (laughs) before we end.
0: Well, we were going to talk about um, special masters and nuclear documents, but I think we're going to end on something a little bit more fun. Jonathan, why don't you walk us through the latest in the very important Don't Worry Darling drama?
3: Sure. I, I put together... I can't
0: believe we're talking about this.
3: Well, I do think there's things to talk about in terms of like how this became, like uh, up until this morning, the thing that everyone right. was talking about <laughs> and had to, to comment oh, about. Oh, I'd
0: almost forgotten about the Queen, but then you mm. reminded me! <laughs> oh,
3: don't worry. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so, so, so sorry to do that to oh, you. Oh, did um, Olivia
0: Wilde kill the Queen, too?
3: Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know, should I go, even, should I go through this whole background? Because the, the Shia LaBeouf stuff, and then well, leading up to Well, that's a big part of it, right? Like, at
1: least the, like the tension, it seems like, stems from that.
3: It uh,
0: also okay. stems from Jason Sudeikis. And right, sure. so real Singer. quick,
3: as quick as I can, here's what happened. There's a movie called Don't Worry Darling that Olivia Wilde, who directed Booksmart, is directing. She originally cast Shia LaBeouf in a role before he was, or I guess after he was accused of domestic abuse. In a recent Variety interview, uh, Olivia Wilde said that LaBeouf was fired from the film, but then Shia LaBeouf disputed that, emailed a bunch of media outlets and shared evidence, including texts and emails, suggesting that he quit the project because of a lack of rehearsal time. There is also a leaked video that shows Olivia Wilde, uh, like on her phone, asking Shia LaBeouf to stay on the project, during which she says, I think this might be a bit of a wake-up call for Miss Flow." Referring yes. to Florence Pugh, the star of the movie. So I'll
0: just interject Shh. saying that this shows that Olivia Wilde was maybe lying about her blah, mm. blah, 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 and pitting. Right. Yeah.
3: So there's that. She then casts her boyfriend, Harry Styles, in that role in the movie. And there's been speculation about when that relationship started, given her much hyped and publicized separation from Jason Sudeikis, who is friends with Florence Pugh. This is all background. <laughs> And so this may have precipitated the Olivia Wilde-Florence Pugh tension. Yeah, because
0: apparently they had a falling out on set, and there were rumors that Florence Pugh had to step in and direct because she was off being right. in love with Harry Styles.
1: thing with Harry Styles. <laughs> I, Eternal, I, Eternals star Harry Styles is probably good at... St- Anyway,
3: um, <laughs> so after all that, we get to the Venice Film Festival where the movie is premiering. Florence Pugh is not showing up for the press conference, they say, because she is shooting Dune 2. However, Timothy Chalamet, who is the star of Dune 2, is there and he's in his like red thing. And also, there's like, all
0: these f- pictures of Florence Pugh at the same time as that, whatever she's at working just at, in Venice, drinking Aperol Spritz. Yeah. Is, like she
1: oh, was and just and to drinking make, to make it. Very clear. We we addressed the the, the little buffer of, of it all earlier. Uh, it seems as though Florence Pugh specifically specifically was like, I don't want to work with him because of this abuse allegation. I'm uncomfortable. There are all these like sex scenes and things going on. I don't want to work with this man. Yeah. And that's what led to her being like, Oh, I I fired him. And like that was a lie. He actually quit. And so and so there's this tension because. She didn't want to work with this accused abuser and the director didn't care. And I think
0: before we we go to it, I think that this is once we get through, I'll give all my thoughts. But yes, Mm -hmm. there is something that is so frustrating, especially when, you know, a woman that is a feminist or, you know, is up, up here championing.
1: Based based the main character, one of the characters on Jordan Peterson, uh, allegedly,
0: but like is so fake is fake. The the thing about the video coming out is it's like, okay, well, you are just saying things that you don't mean.
3: But on the other side of this is like this is all like Shia LaBeouf, who's not part of the movie probably leaking stuff and it Mm -hmm. is very and trying to use like it was the the video had hashtag times up olivia on it and that is very striking to use that hashtag mm, uh your like i'm calling out some celebrity for lying like that's very gross yes um and it's like gross behavior and stuff yeah and we haven't even gotten to chris pine yet so, like, <laughs> we're, then we're, so then we're at, now we're at the venice film festival and there's all these memes and images of chris pine coming out where he is like seems either disinterested or a little bit eye-rolly about some of the things that harry styles is saying because it seems like Harry Styles maybe is discovering what acting is like uh, in real time. So people are making fun of that. <laughs> mm. And then uh, there's a video. The clips where... are
0: wonderful. If you haven't seen them, it's Go very watch. funny to hear
3: Harry
1: Styles talk about how the movie feels like a movie.
0: Yeah. Um. And, and then, and then look at Chris Pine's face
1: it's, and see uh, him
0: kind of like choke slightly.
1: It's neat. Wait, it's
2: but, neat but did one ball. of them, did, did, did one of them spit on the other one or something? Oh, wait, am
0: Getting I cutting it? In I'm sorry. Yeah. No, I'm don't sorry. be. no, be. no all, be. all waiting. culture. <laughs> We're all waiting for the
3: moment, right? So this culminates in this moment where there's they're sitting down, waiting for the premiere, and Harry Styles is sitting down next to Chris Pine, and he kind of like leans his head down at the exact same time that Chris Pine stops applauding and like seems to react to something, unknown what he is reacting well, to. Well, he no... looks
0: down into his lap, and then kind of goes up, uh, like that half laugh. It looks like a disbelief laugh, and shakes his head.
3: Yes, it is a very strange image. There's no real indication that he spat on him. Like that's well, it's
0: I f- uh, I kept rewinding it. It does some, look like some, it.
3: There's some
1: odd motion. There from is Harry. definitely
0: Harry is walking up, leans over Chris Pine's lap. Chris Pine looks down, goes ah. <laughs> and like
1: But also But it could be anything. It would be extremely weird if Harry Styles It would spit be
0: on extremely
3: weird. <laughs> that's that's it the other part. It would be
0: extremely weird.
3: But this says I mean, look, you guys can all discuss like what this says about like celebrity gossip and our fascination with this, <laughs> that this became another, this yeah. became like the dress over yeah. a day. Yeah. I don't know. I, or Trump get, it became a Trump getting COVID over a day.
0: Yeah. It, it's, <laughs> I, I have complicated thoughts on this story. I mean, like by the time Venice Film Festival came around, I, I, I really stopped touching it. I felt very frustrated. I, I have um, a beloved text thread with a bunch of wonderful people, but they're all entertainment, not but, they are, and they are entertainment <laughs> related. So when there is entertainment related stuff like this, you know, it, it, gossip gets tends to, to come it down in there and it's it's interesting, but I also tend to step back a bit because I, I feel a frustration with our preoccupation with people that are probably all toxic. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, this it all started with, we barely mentioned, he's, she's, separated from Jason Sudeikis and there are lots of different stories and ideas that maybe he is abusive or in some different it, how I, I I can't speak to it because I don't know but this is and like the, the idea that he was she was served while on stage and everybody was upset and about that and I said I don't know I don't know if he had that much control over it he might have And they're like, she said he did. And I'm like, yeah, I know that that's what she said. (laughs) I I mean, Mm. like, but, but, but my, and like, and maybe, maybe he did have control and, and could serve her on stage. But I guess my point is we don't know these people and I don't want to be sitting here, you know, (laughs) <laughs> drafting a narrative out of headlines that come down the pipeline so i i purposely ignored a lot of this but then the venice film festival stuff happened and it was impossible not to because mm. it's wild it's <laughs> wild to see it just keep going and going but the bigger conversation to me yes we touched upon it is i think that olivia Wilde maybe she's problematic i don't know maybe a, a inappropriate workplace relationship started Uh, Maybe she's fake as hell and, you know, was trying to cover with a line about why Shia LaBeouf left the project. Maybe all that's true, but men in this industry have been doing far worse things for a very long time. And we don't, we do not ring the bells. We do not sound the alarms. We do not ever treat a female, a, a male direct, a male director like this. And that is just objectively true. and. It's a bummer that it's distracting from like the movie. I know it got a big standing ovation, but I've also, also heard, heard it that it's good. not very good. <laughs> yeah, and I also know that this script was a blacklist script. And I'm sure that they paid out the original authors, writers, but then they bring in other people, you know, that they pay a ton more money and they change the script and oftentimes for the worse. And the that's original the writers,
3: uh sorry to interrupt. The original no, writers, Dick Van Dyke's grandsons wow did not know that
0: i feel like they might have more of a leg up than most other people Mm, on the blacklist yeah i was gonna
3: say
1: good for them but like well blacklist is like (laughs) like, yeah
0: so actually to me that's the conversation about this and and by the time it got to fennis it was like a little bit caught up in the drama of it because when you lay it out but also that's frustrating there's all these articles about like play by play minute by minute but florence was actually here doing this and then she arrived here and posted this her hairstylist posted this picture of her and
1: yeah like, yeah what the are we doing stuff.
0: do you know yeah, can't we the just world
1: enjoy is burning? <laughs> that harry styles spit on chris pine yeah, can we enjoy well, that unequivocally uh spit him on yeah definitely happened and the it definitely w- happened <laughs> the way that
2: i learned about it um, I spend a lot of my time in Zoom meetings, and sometimes you do the go-around question. And the go-around question, when I was in, was what pop star would you be? If you could be any pop star, and someone said uh, I would be Chris Pine, so that Harry Styles could spit on me. <laughs> so this is how I uh, well, this is funny. how I learned uh, who. Well, actually, I still don't know who Chris Pine is,
3: but it's not. It's pretty cute. <laughs> Chris Pine is having a, a great week. He's having a he's moment. He's being he's being memed in a way where everyone is like admiring him it's yeah the charming not meme but it's, it's not staying meme. out of it yeah, yeah, exactly he's
0: like staying out of it Nice.
3: Right. although he's like um i think
1: he's i don't know he, he's one of those guys they're like these they're there's like a brand of actor who's like oh you're like you're a handsome man <laughs> you're like a leading man handsome man but also you're just like kind of a weirdo and you yeah. want to do like weird stuff like yeah. you want to be a character actor but unfortunately you're too handsome for us as <laughs> a society to allow that? that i think brad pitt is another one where it's like you just want to be a weirdo like that yeah, you your look at him deal. in true
0: romance just yeah this like stoner guy reading, the couch. he's incredible
1: And yeah. in. all these sort of things where it's like oh yeah sorry you can't you gotta be you gotta be a you gotta be like a failure to launch romantic comedy kind of guy or <laughs> uh, uh, something like that uh, so good for him for uh, uh, finally like being able to just be a uh, little weirdo
0: Sorry to everybody for talking about this, but I'm glad we got that out of our system, <laughs>
3: Yeah. <sighs> I'm also we did sorry. It. <laughs> I'm gonna uh, what, do you, what do you guys see saw? that movie now? Not, I wasn't gonna see the movie before and now I, I'm kinda yeah. fascinated. I'll torrent the movie. You know yeah.
0: uh, I do remember liking Book That's irrelevant. <laughs>
3: do you ever feel like the whole thing is scripted like like wrestling I do. well yeah i actually want to see the movie now. yeah i almost mm-hmm. i
0: almost said that but stopped myself because i, I was like i don't know but it, it yeah probably when isn't. I look, it
3: probably is but i look but... at
0: the way the venice film festival because then then there's the kiss nick kroll and harry, harry Styles kiss nick kroll and then there's all this drama of like are harry styles and Olivia Wilde broken up because they won't stand next to each other on these things And like
1: who cares Harry Styles spit on Chris Pine
0: (laughs) that's all that's the only thing that matters but like part of me is like this has been so drawn out and gone on for so long are they just leaning into it and letting it but
1: no it works we're talking about it
0: Florence Pugh is the only one that walks out of this looking good and Chris Pine
1: Chris Pine
3: the winners we could rank them it's not I really our thing, could, but we could rank how everyone works. Race, um, <laughs> yeah, we could have been yeah, Physically we and emotionally.
0: <laughs> We're not gonna. We're not yeah. gonna. We'll let you guys decide for yourself <laughs> mm. at home. That does it for us this week. We had some fun. We had some laughs. We talked about things. Mm. Margaret, this was really wonderful. Okay. We would love to have you back anytime you want. Yeah, anytime. You're busy, though. I'm not sure why you'd be clamoring to come back. You've got two podcasts, but we would love it.
2: <laughs> I, you know, it, it's easier to do other people's podcasts than your it own. It is,
0: isn't it? Yeah. It's yeah. always such a treat. You're like, I just get to react a little bit. Yeah, yeah. You, you brought some hard-hitting facts that we really appreciate and desperately needed. Um, can you please <laughs> plug yourself where we can find you online, all the good things? Yeah,
2: if you want more of these hard-hitting facts, uh, live like the world <laughs> is dying is my podcast for what feels like the end times um and i learned those facts while researching an episode every month we do it this month in the apocalypse episode and i got the one i was the one who was tasked with the climate change stuff Mm -hmm. so you can find me at live like the world's dying you can also listen to me at cool people who did cool stuff you can hear katie Stoll on that and possibly some of these other people in the future i haven't told them that yet (laughs) (laughs) and (laughs) it was really fun i had a great time and you can find me at on Twitter at Magpie Killjoy or Instagram at Margaret Killjoy. And oh, I have a book coming out. I have a book that comes out September 20th from AK Press. It's called We Won't Be Here Tomorrow. Not everything I do is themed around the apocalypse, but a lot of things are. Um, <laughs> well,
0: it's the, life fuels your art. <laughs>
2: yeah. And it's um, it's science fiction and fantasy about uh do wells and, I don't know, it's like a trans girl who Ooh. feeds... Met, robs men and then feeds them to her mermaid lover. Oh, I
0: can't wait for this. Is it available for pre-order it yet? It
2: is available for pre-order. <gasps>
0: I'm going to go do and that. you can
2: get a, a free art print if you pre-order it.
0: I'm going to do that today. Yeah. Do it. Cool. Well, this has been wonderful. I've had fun discussing the end of the world with you guys. <laughs> hey, you know what?
1: Hey. Hi.
0: We love you very much, March. everyone.
1: March.